Thanks to Indeed for supporting the Apple Bits XL. You can trust Indeed as a hiring partner because they want the same thing that you do, finding quality candidates. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash applebits, offer valid through March 31st. And thanks to Trade Coffee for supporting the Apple Bits XL. Get fresh roasted and ethically sourced beans from America's best independent roasters, and Trade Coffee ships free to you as often as you like, whole or ground. Right now, Trade Coffee is offering a total of $20 off your first three bags when you go to drinktrade.com slash applebits. And we got one more. Thanks to ZocDoc for supporting the Applebits XL. With ZocDoc, you can search for local doctors who accept your insurance, read verified patient reviews, and book an appointment in person or over video chat. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Applebits and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free and book a top-rated doctor. All right, everybody, let's get to the show. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. It's the Apple Bits XL. Brian Taw here, your host, always doing the most for everything good and bad inside the world of Apple. It is our reactions to the Apple peak performance event. I am still hyped from it. It blew my mind. For some people, they're like, eh, but I thought it was a really, really kick ass way to start off the year and Apple's first event. A lot of indications of maybe what's to come as well. So after listening to the show, I'd love to hear from you. All you got to do is record a voice memo, send it into applebitsshow at gmail.com. That's applebits with a Z. What product you like, what stood out, what announcement maybe didn't do much for you. I want to hear it all. Send that to the show. We'll put it in next week because I think there's going to be a lot of reactions from everything that happened. Also, if you want a completely ad-free version of this podcast, guess what? You can support this podcast at Patreon dot com slash brian tong it starts at two dollars per month goes up to five which is like a cup of coffee 10 25 and the 100 platinum apple level what do you get rewards at each level early access to content and a completely ad-free version of the show plus you know we'll do our monthly zoom live chat to talk about everything that happened as well so patreon.com slash brian tong is how you support this show and all my content all right i got a special guest to come in to talk about our reactions, I thought the best way to do this would just have a free flow, like whatever comes out, because man, there was a lot to talk about. All right, I needed to talk to someone about this freaking Apple event. Um, I've said it so many times by now, you're probably sick of it. I call it the appetizer of the year, but this was a whole damn meal. So I had to bring someone who wants to feast with me. Ray Wong from Input Magazine, a friend of the show. What's up, Ray? What's up? We got so much to talk about, man. Oh, my goodness. So crazy. So, you know what? Let's just not, like, I already know you. Let's just get rid of the the pleasantries. We, you know, we know about your great work (laughs) on Input. So, uh, we went, I went into this Apple event, you know, beforehand, everyone was like, ah, it's just going to be, you know, kind of some normal upgrades. And as we got closer, I was, I felt like they're they're not going to do an iPhone SE and an iPad Air and a MacBook Pro 13. It's like they ha- they are going to do something more significant. And as we got right the day before, we it started bubbling up like, hey, there there might be you know there might be a new Mac Studio. But we still didn't know what it was. And yeah, boom, yeah. it hit the Mac Studio, the M1 freaking Ultra, and the Studio Display. So I would love to hear kind of like we're fresh out of it a day later, so it's still very fresh on our minds. Yeah. How did you feel about this keynote event? 
Oh my God. My jaw dropped right to the ground and I was like trying to pick it up for like hours. <laughs> I was like, somebody scrape it off and push it back up. Cause I was like, Oh man, I have so, so many thoughts. And you know, I, I really kind of like kind of hoped that the rumors wouldn't be true, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm so glad they did it. Cause like, you know, obviously iPhone SE is like kind of like, mm. and then, you know, iPad air five is like, mm. and then, you know, Apple TV stuff, mm. you know, but Mac, studio and then the studio display Woo! Woo! okay um i will say although yes from a advancement in technology the ipad air and iphone se are mm, but those things are going to be massive sellers this year those no, things are going to be massive sellers. Th- those are going to be like some of the top selling products in their lineup without a doubt let's not forget those green iphone 13s okay you know what <laughs> i the whole we're going to jump into the big kahunas but the whole iPhone SE, like, or sorry, the whole iPhones, man, they held out for green until now. Like, really? Like, someone who loved, uh, I saw those colors. I'm like, why? Why couldn't we have had these on launch? I know, I, I mean, know why. Just, I know why. You know why? I it's know a, why. it's a way to keep keep yes. keep the momentum going, right? Like last year they released purple. This year they're releasing yep. green. I, you know, they're saving colors just for that kind of mid year cycle. Mid. Uh, mid-year cycle right and just kind of keep the sales going oh looks what's that you missed out on the first round you didn't want to buy it on the first round boom here's a new color now you want it <laughs> and i mean we're we're literally talking about it a little because i'm like damn um so yeah got him they got, got him <laughs> um also let's talk about the ipad air really quickly man they yeah. put it they put a freaking m1 in the ipad air okay and yeah. that that a did it super surprise me? No, but I mentally maybe I just never thought. Oh, they're gonna put what's in an iPad Pro and an iPad Air, and yes, yeah. there there'll be you know we'll see what happens with the iPad Pro. But as of today, when you look at this device on paper, it has the center stage camera, it has five G, it has an M one chip on it. It's ten point nine inches, which is basically as close to eleven inches as you can get. Yeah. Other than the fact that they're kind of neutering it with 64 gigs starting storage on an iPad Air, that it's, that it's device like, is like the the iPad for everyone. It is dangerously close to the 11 inch for 200 dollars less. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, one of my writers, Ian Carlos Campbell, he actually said, honestly, this is a hell of value. You get the Apple Pencil support. You get you know nearly the same size screen. I mean, it's like 10.9 versus 11, right? It's very close. Um, and you're getting the center stage cameras, you know, you're getting the same performance. I'm really curious to see how battery life is like, you know, uh, I didn't find it super great on the M1, uh, 12.9 inch iPad pro. And, you know, I, I regularly like daily drive an iPad mini, uh, the latest iPad mini and the battery life on that is actually real, like not good. <laughs> uh, I got to charge this thing like probably like every day. Um, and yeah, I mean, they are putting the M1 in, I think they're going to put it in every uh, iPad, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, at some point. And actually somebody mentioned something very, uh, very good on Twitter, you know, that the reason why they're kind of like, you know, putting this chip inside of, you know, the iPad air is, you know, th- they can just stamp them all out. You know, it's just one way to streamline things and they're stamping them out, not just for like, you know, the iPads, but for the MacBooks, the entry level MacBooks air and mac pro so it's like one chip bam stamp 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 real streamlining 
uh, in terms of like their production. Uh, and, you know, Apple is so great at logistics and manufacturing that like, you know, I mean, one chip that just like fits on any device. I see it, man. Put that M1 chip baby in like an iPhone and Ooh. I mean, it basically is. Yeah, A15 basically is. Bionic, it basically is. Uh, so. The the other thing is that it has in you know implications of if this is what they're putting in the iPad Air now, I mean, are they going to? I I don't know if the enclosure can handle it, but would they at least even put an M1 Pro in the iPad Pro for the next generation? You know, I mean, they're 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 yeah. not gonna. I don't. Everyone has been talking about oh M1 <clears throat> M2, and we know that there were rumors about oh the next generation M2 chip is gonna have something like. 20 cpu cores 64 uh you know gpu cores that actually ended up being (laughs) the m1 ultra right those numbers were so ridiculous that all the rumor sites were saying hey this is what the m2 could potentially have and all of a sudden we basically in roughly six months got apple's next generation chip that is just mind-boggling like what they're doing here my my guess is you know there's going to be they're going to keep those tiers uh and you know keep those tiers for very specific products and you know the m1 series is going to be you know it's going to have minor improvements in terms of like performance cpu and gpu but what they really are really hyper focused on is you know keeping that power efficiency down Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. uh so you know it's already like so far, like the M1 chip is so far ahead for like any tablet, any like entry level <laughs> laptop, a thin and light laptop that like, honestly, they, they don't even need to put a new chip in for I like agree. a year or two. I like agree. they don't need to update every year. Um, but I see them like, you know, really stretching the power efficiency and I would love to see battery life just like go up kind of like the MacBook Air. Like that thing just lasts like 12 to like 15 hours depending on what you're doing. And if they can push that like, you know, uh, battery life, the 10 hour kind of like benchmark that they've been using for the last like 10, 10 plus years of iPad. If they can push that up to like 12, 15 hours, oh, 15, 18, then, you know? yeah, then we're really talking, uh, yeah. you know, cause like, do you really need more performance out of an iPad? I don't know about that, but I definitely want uh, like better battery life, you know? Yeah. And it's not about putting a mac os or anything on an ipad but when you say do you really want more performance i would say as an ipad pro user myself i would say yes and it just comes down to will we because the ipad air is so similar to the ipad pro other than a mini led display on the high end a larger display and 120 Mm -hmm. hertz refresh rate for the general for most like 90 to 95 percent of the user base won't even see, feel, or need that. I mean, like I've talked to you before. I have the iPad Pro 12.9 with the M1 yeah. and the mini LED. Um, I literally use it exactly the exactly the same way as my previous iPad. And so um, the display is nicer. But if when I the fact that I still use my previous 2019 iPad and I don't feel like I'm missing anything, yeah, they. We're just going to have to see what they do with the iPad Pro this year. And I know we've been banging on this drum of like software, software, because we know they have more than enough mm-hmm. overhead on the processor. Um, I'm just curious what it'll end up looking like, because if the rumors are saying, oh, you might be able to wirelessly charge an iPad Pro. Uh, cool. Thanks. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> cool. I think that's a weird that one's a weird rumor. It man. is. It is. Like, it is. It is. I agree. Like, Are there even like charging pads large enough to place Not yet. on an iPad Pro? <laughs> it's air power it's gonna come back and it's gonna be massive and you can just plop the whole 
iPad on it. That would be interesting. <laughs> right, right. Uh, okay, okay. All right. Let's uh, yo, let, let's jump to the big kahuna. All right. Let's talk Mac Studio. Freaking Mac Studio. Yes. M1 Ultra Studio Display. What? Which of those three things was the most exciting for you? Man, that that's so tough. All the above. Uh, but you're going to have to pick one. I would gonna... say all of the above. Uh, I'm going to say like I'm going to say Mac Studio. And not just because it's hardware. I mean, it's all hardware, right? Silicon is hardware. Um, but, you know, this, I wrote a piece yesterday called Apple Gets It Again. Um, and this just feels like a computer where they actually listened. They actually went out and heard the needs and wants of users not just like regular consumers, but like, you know, creators, professionals, prosumers, right? They're like, here are ports, tons of ports, mm-hmm. not just ports, but new ports and old ports. We know that you use, you know, USB-C, we know that you use Thunderbolt, but here are the two USB-A ports because we know that, you know, it's, it's we just live in a world where we, we, we still need those, right? And here are two ports on the front, and an SD card uh, on the front. Uh, Boom. On the front. Not on the back. On the front. Because you know what? People are accessing that little SD card over and over multiple times a day. All right? Don't hide that thing in, in the back, you know? Like, this deserves to be on the front. And not just that, but they were like, here's a big-ass fan inside <laughs> the Mac studio. You know? We want this thing to be whisper quiet. And, you know, it's function over form, you know? Like, yeah. Make it a little bit taller than Mac Mini. That's totally fine in this new Apple world. And you know what? I think it's just them listening, them post Johnny Ive, and I'm here for it, man. I am here for it. I, I, I mean, I, come on. You're going to say sorry. It's a, it's a four-inch tall, like, you know, computer, right? Like, just a little bit under four inches. Like, couldn't they have done that, like, you know, five, ten years ago? Yeah, they absolutely could have, but Ive didn't want to, you know? This is this literally aligns. I know I've said it a few times and talked to other people about it, but I should just put a video out about it. This literally aligns with my whole idea of how Apple has changed. Although they prioritize form and function, this is another mm-hmm. hardware product that shows that they have prioritized function a little more while still embracing form. You know, this is something that yeah, yeah I have in the back of my studio uh, a Power Power Mac G4 Cube. At the mm-hmm. time, way ahead of its time, way too bold, not not enough expansion, but the design, the DNA of that design is in this new Mac Studio. Yeah. You know, a powerhouse machine with ports galore. Um, I love it as a creator, but I do know that most people watching it, at least that are, let's say, tech fans, but aren't creating even 4K content. They just aren't creating much content. They, they told me, uh... This is kind of meh, the whole announcement, because this these products don't matter to me. These aren't products that I would buy. And I do actually completely understand that. But my, I guess, not my argument, but my response to that is the fact that this machine exists, it's all just going to mm-hmm. trickle down to, to consumer devices eventually. The fact that an M1 chip, once in an iPad Pro, is now in an iPad Air, you're going to see this eventually trickle down in different ways as we as we move down so you know i am i'm super excited i mean i'm still blown away by the m1 ultra honestly i mean 
I get where what those people are saying that this is not maybe a product for them. And you know what? There are products for them then. You know, there is the M1 series devices. Those are plenty powerful. Yep. And I think if we go back and we're, you know, that like really famous chart that Steve Jobs like made up that, that two by two chart where it's like, you know, the consumers and then the pro, pros, right? And then the consumers on the, on the top, you have the laptops and the kind of the desktops. Those are two things like the laptop and the iMac or whatever, right? And then on the bottom, you've got, you know, your, your, MacBook Pro, and then you've got your tower, right? Um, and I feel like, you know, Apple really looked at that and said, hey, look, we're actually missing this kind of segment for the kind of mid-level pros that can't afford this, like, or don't want this, like, Mac Pro tower. And this Mac Studio is exactly for them, right? And I, now I feel like Apple has a good range of devices that addresses, you know, the uh, consu- the consumers, the beginners, you know, and then the intermediate, and then also the pros. Um, and so, you know, basically what this Mac Studio is, is, you know, at least from the entry level uh, nine, nine, 1999 version, right? Mm-hmm. That's an M1 Max chip. That's a 10 core, you know, uh, M1 Max. Um, what is it? 24 core uh I GPU. It's, I think it's a 40. Uh, oh, yeah, the entry level. Sorry, yeah. 20, 24, 20. Yeah, entry level. So somebody said, like, oh, yeah, this is just a bin version of the, you know, MacBook, the yeah. M1 Max in the, uh, you know, MacBook Pros, which has 32 core uh, GPU. And so it is cost savings. Obviously, you know, uh, you're not getting the screen, you're not getting the keyboard, you're not getting, you know, whatever, but you're getting all those ports and you're getting the same, basically the same performance. Um, and uh, I think this computer you know, is going to be very popular uh, for a lot of YouTubers, a lot of, you know, budding creators, photographers, you know, their, their workflows are changing very quickly. Um, and we're all working with higher res media more than ever before. And it, it's, it's a solution now, but I think it's going to like quickly bottleneck, you know, very soon in just a couple of years. Um, and that's kind of why you see that kind of scaling with more of that unified RAM, um, and you know, that kind of bandwidth for the storage, um, it just ramps up really quickly, but it also gets very expensive very quickly. Right. Like I want to want to love this M one ultra, but like, damn, that thing is like, starts at like $4,000. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm, that's, I don't, I don't have $4,000 to throw on a computer, at, you know, right now, like well, 2000, I could like, you know. Hey Ray, let, let's let's talk to the company about that. Um, let's talk to Input about that. <laughs> Maybe they could change their mind. But I, I agree with you 100. percent This 1999 or a 1999 dollar computer. Yeah. This this is the power that you're getting on that, and you can connect it to any display. You don't have to connect it to an Apple display. Uh, right. For for the budding creator, and also for quite honestly a professional today, it's it's yeah. more than a power. I mean. Like I did in my review of my 16-inch MacBook Pro, I can export roughly a 20-minute 4K video in seven or a roughly under seven minutes on an M1 Max. That's more. Dude, that's ridiculous. That is more I, than enough power. I am. I'm talking to you through like M1 Max, 14-inch MacBook Pro, 64 gigs of unified RAM. Yeah, and it is pure overkill. Like mm-hmm. I have daily i have like 32 gigs of ram left over i'm like hmm what else can i open just just to open just to like mess chrome, around chrome chrome, <laughs> I, chrome. I, I, do. <laughs> I have chrome open with so many tabs it's like it's like it just won't won't freaking like you know cave in 
Um, and so I, I honestly feel like, you know, the 32 gigs will be very sufficient. Remember, it's unified memory. It's not, you know, uh, separated between, you know, the, the regular RAM and then the graphics RAM. So you get, you get the full, you know, amount of RAM if you need it for certain, you know, GPU intensive processes. Um, so, I mean, I think the computer looks great. Yep. Uh, it's, you know, you know, the, there are a couple, couple of things where I think uh, people pointed out where it's like, you know, I said Apple gets again. They're really choosing for, uh, function over form now. You know, it's still function, form and function, but they're prioritizing a little bit of more of the function. Um, and, you know, they point to things like, you know, the soldered RAM, the soldered SSD. They're not all non-replaceable and saying, you know, that's still Apple being Apple trying to sell you that upcharge. And, yeah, you know what? I kind of wish... They they have a point. I kind of wish that stuff was unsoldered, um, but I think because that stuff needs to be integrated onto the to the M1 Max chip, that's the only way. You know, exactly. it needs to be you know, integrated at the silicon level. So I would love you know. All right. Thanks again to Indeed for sponsoring the podcast. Hunting down answers to your questions can be rewarding, but when it comes to hiring, you don't always have as much time as you'd like to spend finding great candidates with the right skills. That's why there's Indeed, the best hiring partner your team can get. If you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites hoping to find candidates with the right skills, you need one powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process. Find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match assessments and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates with resumes on Indeed that match your job description, and you can invite them to apply right away. Plus, you only pay for quality applications that meet your must-have requirements. The feature that I love the most is going to save you the most time here. If you're looking for help, it's Instant Match. Our time is precious, and Instant Match is going to absolutely save you time. With Instant Match, over 90% of employers get quality candidates as soon as they sponsor their job posts, according to Indeed data. Candidates you invite to apply through Instant Match are three times more likely to apply to your job than candidates who only see it in search. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash AppleBits. Offer valid through March 31st. Go to Indeed.com slash AppleBits to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. Indeed.com slash AppleBits. Terms and conditions apply. Need a hire? You need Indeed. And thanks again to Trade Coffee for sponsoring the podcast as well. 90% of coffee from the grocery store is actually stale. You heard that right. The coffee you know and think that you love needs an upgrade. Instead of rebuying the same old, same old, let Trade Coffee send you something freshly roasted that you're literally guaranteed to love. Now, Trade sells the freshest roasted and ethically sourced beans from America's best independent roasters. They ship free to you as often as you like, whole or ground. Now, whether you're a coffee nerd or you just want a better daily cup, Trade's real coffee experts taste test over 400 roasts and use technology to match you to your ideal coffee based on your preferences and brewing method. Take the coffee quiz to get started. Trade Coffee guarantees you'll love your first bag or they'll replace it for free. Trade has been featured by the New York Times, Wire, GQ, and has delivered over 5 million bags of coffee. Now, I've used Trade Coffee for over the past year. It doesn't get any fresher for me and the delivery to your door, it just makes it easy. And for someone who likes coffee but isn't an expert, 
The coffee quiz helped me narrow down my choices I would have never picked for myself. And I recently tried Equator's Eye of the Tiger Espresso with this creamy base. It has hints of citrus and ripe fruit, and it was so good. And so for our listeners, right now, Trade Coffee is offering a total of $20 off your first three bags when you go to drinktrade.com slash applebits. To get started, take their quiz at drinktrade.com slash applebits and start your journey to your perfect cup. That's drinktrade.com slash applebits for $20 off your first three bags. People that are saying, hey, you know, I can't upgrade the RAM. I mean, this is a different system and look at all the benefits you get from it. Like does... Does it, it the thing about the whole M1 chip has always been Apple is doing something different that is not what traditionally PC maker, PC builders, people that have built their computers from the ground up, even old yeah. school Mac Pro before it was called the Mac Pro when it was just the G4 Mac. The, yeah, the, those are that's how we used to do things. And Apple's like, hey, um, you're gonna have to trust us on this and you're gonna get all the benefits of this if you trust us mm-hmm. to just. Do it but our you, way, and the thing is you, that you're gonna tr- you're gonna trust them up front when you make course, your order. Exactly. Right? Yeah, with this with a desktop and, like this, that's that's hard, right? That you're paying two grand or you know four grand, and you're like, okay, I gotta decide if I can plunk down for sixty four or one twenty eight gigs of RAM. Do I want to have this like kind of roadmap where I'm like looking in like five ten years? Like, is this one twenty eight going to like really you know mm-hmm. take me take me far and Man, I'm I'm looking at those upgrade numbers and it hurts so bad. They're super they're super expensive, but I think, you know, if you look at based on the performance that Apple showed us and, you know, the charts and if, you know, we're talking about single core, single threaded uh tasks, multi-threaded tasks, and Apple historically what they showed us with the when the M1 first came out, remember people didn't believe it. People, there yeah. were people, and you know, you at the end of the it day, se- you it have seemed to see impossible. It seemed impossible, right? So they have at least a track record of showing us this performance is absolutely possible using, you yeah. know, less power and getting peak mm-hmm. performance. Like all these things that just you would say, uh, something's got to give. And I've used an M1, I've used an M1 Max, I'm hoping to use an M1 Ultra to check it out. It hasn't given yet. So so far, I'm going to trust this process and people that want to say, oh, I can't, you know, expand the the memory. Well, because it's unified memory and it has to be, like you said, put on the chip. It's just it's just a different buy in. And I think people that are thinking of that would hopefully read enough instead of just say, oh, instead of looking at say, oh, there's not enough RAM. What if I want more RAM? The, mm-hmm. There there has to be more uh research and homework done to be like, okay, I'm getting benefit X, Y, Z, A, B, and C mm-hmm. because of this architecture. You know, um, they're doing right. things with the M1 Ultra. I, you know, when, when they first showed off, like, I want to talk about the M1 Ultra for a bit because mm-hmm. they're fusing two M1 Maxes together. And what, what does that give you? Yes, you get all the more cores, you get all this, but the biggest benefit is that typically in the past, you've had even something like a Mac Pro, a GPU, you, you'll have like a discrete, you know, GPU separate from what's on the chip. And even people there, there's machines that will have like multiple different GPUs, but it's not Mm -hmm. all kind of threaded and pushed through one system. Well, according to Apple, we'll have to see how it plays out. But again, you know, so far their numbers have shown historically to be pretty good when they claim that, Oh, the 64 core GPU now that is all it, the M one ultra is treated as one processor, right? When you fuse these two together, which, which is, not been done in this way 
with a connector called Ultra Fusion. Ultra Fusion. <laughs> like they, they love to use Fusion. Oh, they they do. But that presents the GPU now as a single 64 core GPU. I mean, they said right. it outperformed the the RTX 3090, and people are like that's another thing where someone's gonna be like, nah, like no way. And you know, fine. It, it maybe on a benchmark again. Look, gaming. Uh, mm-hmm. There's not enough games to really showcase yeah. the benefits of that, but this is basically treating this like a single GPU now on a chip going through a single system. You know, this is made for content creators and not made for gamers. Everyone looks well, at well, these I numbers th- and thinks I, I of think, gaming. Well, I think the biggest kind of discrepancy is that 32 gigs of unified RAM is actually not one-to-one equivalent yes, to 32 gigs of RAM on like your traditional PC. And that's where I think people were just like completely had their minds blown with the M1 chip and myself included. You know, I was just like, I think I I bought the entry level eight gig, uh, you know, MacBook Air. And I was like, this thing should have bottleneck by now. Mm -hmm. It should have been like, boop. Like it it, it shouldn't have not, it shouldn't have been able to handle all those uh, tabs. It shouldn't have been able to get that kind of battery life. It should have choked like, you know, after just Mm -hmm. a couple of apps, you know, like heavy workloads like you know adobe and suite and etc final cut whatever um just opening all those things together should have like choked the machine um and in my test it's almost like almost like kind of like you're getting like double what you're actually supposed to get so like eight gigs is almost like 16 gigs of regular traditional ram and so think about it you know 32 is probably like something like almost close to like 48 or thir- or 64 gigs of traditional RAM. And so like maybe that's why you know, I'm feeling like I got 64 gigs of unified RAM here in my MacBook Pro, but like I'm actually like, it's actually a lot more because it's all being pushed through, you know, one channel. And so I think that is the biggest discrepancy. People have to like actually like decide like, okay, how much do you actually need? What what are the apps you're using? Um, it's It's a little more complicated for the purchasing decision, you know? When it comes to like you know putting down your money, but you know you gotta know what you want. Apple offers a lot of variety, and you know choice is not bad to be honest. Um, I mean the 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 thing is that I just this chip is fascinating to me because I think once we're gonna see the real world tests, I think it's gonna blow people's minds again. Like just like what's hard for me to wrap my head around is that we thought the M1 was done. Like after the M1 mm-hmm. Max. Our brains were like, uh, you're not going to get better than this in this generation. <laughs> like, really? Like, that's what everyone's... It, it was already ridiculous. The performance on the M1 Max is already crazy ridiculous. Right. You know? Well, and, and now it, and now we're six months later, we're at another level. I mean, to me, this is... I mean, if we think this is nuts, like, what if they fuse four of these together? That's what I'm saying. Four, that, four Max. For the Mac Pro. For the Mac Pro, right? That, that's a possibility. M1 mega (laughs) (laughs) super cyan turbo ultra it's like that's that's what we're gonna get (laughs) and and to your point you're right i think that's what we're gonna see you know because we're not we're not even in the m2 generation you you mentioned the mac pro this is what i gotta ask you so john turnis the senior vp of hardware engineering at the end to just remind everyone that this Mac Studio is somewhere between a Mac Mini and a Mac Pro said, mm-hmm. you know, we haven't completed our uh, silicon transition yet. We still have the Mac Pro, but that's for another day. So you hear that, and I'm just like, 
oh, it's coming, but he didn't mention it. I mean, who knows? But you know, there was no mention of an iMac Pro, mm-hmm. and and I my brain is like, hmm. I looked at that lineup, and there's been rumors about you know iMac Pro 27 inch. What if yeah. what if there is? I'm just saying, throwing this idea out there because it crossed my mind. What if there is actually no iMac Pro anymore? You know, what I if, think that's. I think that's a reasonable assessment. That's what I'm saying. Uh, because think about it. The studio display is a 27-inch display. Exactly. It's literally the same panel, 5K. They just pulled it out, put it in a new chassis, and, you know, added the, you know, stereo, the six-speaker six system, three-mic array, webcam. Now they're selling that as a separate thing with the Mac Studio. Remember, the 27 iMac Pro was kind of like a kind of stopgap. It was a way to sate the upset professionals you know who were burned by the mac pro until the tower came and the tower was still very expensive and so apple was like okay we need a way to kind of like tide them over and i don't think the imac pro 27 inch imac pro was ever supposed to be like you know a long-term like professional machine you know apple wants to sell pros a kind of like you know display and computer component, right? They can make a lot more money selling two things versus one thing. And I, they're going to do that. They're going to do that with the Mac Studio. They're going to do that with the Mac Pro. And now these kind of all-in-one units, MacBooks and iMacs, those are for regular consumers, you know, who don't want that kind of old-school modularity. They just want it. One plug-in, boom, turn it on, ready, you know? Um, so I think that's a really solid assessment that it's possible that the iMac pro is done for, you know, like we don't even like Apple really doesn't need it in the lineup, you know? And like, why, why would you need it? Even, even when I think about all the reports and rumors were, Oh, this iMac pro might be a 27 inch. It'll have a camera. Well, guess what? This 27 inch studio display that we saw because it had an a 13 chip in it and it had computer like Mm -hmm. features, that that could have been the device they're talking about. You know, I know there's a lot of people that are. I got so many messages about like where I'm mad. There's no iMac Pro. It's kind of interesting when you see yeah. after these keynotes, people get mad when Apple doesn't give them something to buy, right? I've noticed <laughs> so this, right? Like, oh, I'm so pissed they didn't give me what I wanted. <laughs> like, yo, chill out, Mac uh, MacBook Air. We know it's coming. It'll come. Don't worry. Just be patient. But there's a lot of people that are saying, "Where's the iMac Pro?" and because he didn't address it, and then I, it just made me pause and think. And I looked at the entire lineup. Right, they showed that picture of all the mm-hmm. devices. I, I said, "They, I don't know if they're going to do a Mac iMac Pro." And this is not a question that they'll ever answer to us, you know, directly. Yeah. They'll never, they'll never answer that question. But when you look at the display and the ability to kind of get whatever machine you want, or plug in a laptop as far back as I think. I can't remember, I guess, which... I didn't look at the list of which laptops would actually support um, the studio display, right? You know, there's different machines. I know, mm-hmm. like, even the for the studio display, something like the iPad Air 4th Gen and the iPad That's Mini support, don't, yeah. do not support the studio display. So from a computer <clears throat> standpoint, though, I now that I talk to you even more, I do kind I'm of feel sure like there, the, there may not be an iMac Pro. And I could be I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure the... I'm pretty sure all the M1 series MacBook yeah, yeah, Pros yeah, yeah, support yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure I saw like a picture on the Apple Newsroom for like a 13 inch, and 
MacBook Pro or MacBook Air, whichever one. I think it does support it. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, are, do we really need a larger iMac Pro? Like, mm. people who want it are going to say, yeah, but you know, they know the numbers too, right? They Apple themselves sees what's what's moving and what's not, and the I think the iMac Pro was also a machine at the time that. Um, made consumer users who wanted more power feel like, oh, okay, I've got more power, right? Mm-hmm. If, if anything, I think Apple could introduce a larger 27-inch iMac. M1 iMac, um, right? But not make it yeah, an iMac or like Pro. M- yeah. M- yeah, not make it a Pro. It'd be like M1 or whatever, M1 Max or M1, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, or M2 or whatever it is, right? It basically rip out a entry-level or binned, you know, uh, M1 Max maybe and just throw it in there and maybe I mean we got to think about the pricing right you got to look at the spectrum what is a iMac start out as uh was it 1299 mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay so an iMac 24 inch iMac M1 iMac starts at 1299 how much the M1 uh or Mac Studio M1 Max starts at 1999 starts at 1999 and then the MacBook Pro 14 inch was that start at again? Uh, um, twenty is it two ninety nine? Let me look that up. I feel real like it's twenty two ninety nine, right? Yeah, the entry level at least. Let's say for the are we saying fourteen inch or sixteen inch? 14, 14 inch. Uh, give me one moment. Uh, actually, MacBook Pro entry level fourteen inch starts at nineteen ninety nine. Okay, nineteen ninety nine. So let's say the the bed the floor for an M one Max right is nineteen ninety nine. Where would a an iMac Pro or a larger iMac with M1 Max fall into? It would have to be fifteen ninety nine, seventeen ninety nine, somewhere. Dude, it would have to be. It would have to be more than the M1 Max Studio without a screen, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would have to be like probably like twenty four ninety nine or like you know twenty five ninety nine. Well, it depends on I, it what, would just what be, chip it they would, put on, right? Let's see. It's right. I mean, it just wouldn't make, it doesn't make a lot of sense in their lineup is what I'm saying right now. Yeah, you're right. Um, So I don't know. I think we're breaking this down and it, it just feels that way that there, and I think, you know, who knows? I, there's not going to be any quote unquote backlash, but I, I literally got messages from friends like, Hey, uh, there's no iMac pro or I didn't see it yet. Is it coming on? And I wrote, honestly, I don't know if they're even going to continue. I, something has my gut tells me that it may not be part of the lineup anymore. I'm going to say one thing. You, even if Apple ever makes a larger iMac, whether it's an iMac, just a 27-inch iMac or, you know, an iMac Pro, it's going to have a chin. I'm sorry. It's going to have a chin. Okay, yeah, it's definitely going to uh, have a chin. It's, that's it's, not- it's not going to be a chinless iMac Pro. I'm sorry for all those people who are like, I want chinless iMac, iMac Pro. No, it's not going to happen. Okay? Just, like, look at the components and, like, <laughs> see where the design and, like, you know, the, the logic board and everything goes, and you'll see why there's a chin. Otherwise, you're plugging it you know, I/O right into the back of the display. The display, and also from a design standpoint, design language, a display looks like a display. The iMac right. is going to look like an iMac, like an iMac. and that's yeah. always that's always been the case. Okay, let's talk about the display because I think out of all the products on this keynote, that mm-hmm. you know that prosumer consumer could probably is the most interested. In. I mean, the Mac Studio still could be looked at as a little too high for someone's blood right now after they put in some upgrades. But I think people mm-hmm. that own an M1 MacBook Pro or M1 iMac, those type of pros, 
man, the student display is kind of a really sweet add-on to just give them that like desktop pro experience. Yeah, for me, I mean, look, I have my laptop here. I keep it closed. Mm -hmm. I would like, I'm not, I mean, I got one for review, even though my uh, pre-order happened way late because of my stream, so I'm getting it super late. But, you know, for someone who likes to dock into a, a larger display, I th- and this is for the prosumer, like content creator. Yeah. I think it makes sense. My biggest concern as a you know fourteen inch, one twenty hertz ProMotion MacBook Pro user is the studio display, which is sixty hertz. Okay, that Pro is Display a- XDR is also sixty hertz. Yeah, it is. I don't. Ha- I don't own that. <laughs> uh, but like. Me plugging, this is why I don't plug my MacBook Pro into a display. Because the display on the MacBook Pro is so good. So good. It's a major downgrade, okay? Like, you can just see the fluidity, like, just go down. And I'm like, I can't, I can't. It's like going from, like, a, remember when Retina displays came out and you're, like, go back to this kind of, like, non-Retina you see the pixel and you're like, <laughs> my eyes. <laughs> and like, I don't know, man. I, I'm kind of upset that they did. Like, it's okay if they didn't do like mini LED, but like 120 hertz felt like they should have done that on, on this kind of display. And then, or maybe they should have like released like two update versions, like, you know, mm-hmm. Pro Display XDR and this display at the same time. Um, so I am concerned about that. But I also wrote another piece yesterday. See, I had a lot of thoughts yesterday. Yeah, I know you did. Um, which is... The studio display could have been cheaper if it didn't have these features, these three features inside of inside of it. And I'm talking about the webcam. I'm talking about the six speaker sound spatial system audio. that supports spatial audio. I'm talking about what's up, the three array microphones. Like, do you need those things in a screen? Now, imagine if Apple had to include any of those things. The screen could be a thousand dollars. I mean, maybe twelve ninety nine. Maybe that that still feels like more That's of an a, Apple thing to do. But like fifteen ninety nine for a screen. Oh, jeez. I think I think you make a great point, but I also think I like a hundred percent agree with you. You know, they could have ripped all those things out, but in Apple's own way, I they're they're that this is obviously called a studio display, but it is more for a pro user. Right. Who who would, a, who who would who would be like like this is most I how about this? Maybe I'm changing my stance a little. Most this will be a display that maybe companies are more willing to buy for the employees, like design studios mm-hmm. rather mm-hmm. than consumers because of the aesthetic of it all, the integration of it all. Like I like the fact that to me the the monitor is actually kind of neutered from a standpoint of if you have an A13 in this display and you added all this spatial audio and stuff, um, mm-hmm. quite honestly, let me use this display, whether I have a computer connected to it or not, as a content display, kind of like how Samsung does where you can put streaming services on it. Let me use Apple TV on this mm-hmm. display however I want. Like that, it has an A13 in it. Like that mm-hmm. makes it, gives me more value knowing what is already packed in there. I, I don't know if Apple would one day be like, hey, you all of a sudden you got an Apple TV functionality, but I like the idea. And also because they're pushing Apple TV so hard and their content mm-hmm. is getting a lot better. I actually wished it had more for that price with the hardware that's in it. I definitely agree. You know, um, I will happily buy <laughs> some of these 
stereo display, somebody can break all those three things <laughs> and just like have those three damaged things and I'll buy it for a thousand bucks. <laughs> yeah, I'm not joking. And I say that as a user who actually uses two old Apple cinema displays, cinema HD displays from like, I don't know, 2009. I bought these things actually like 2016. Is it, is it the one that has like the, are they DVI? Like, yeah, right, right? So. yeah, they have, they the still silver, have the black bezel, yeah. silver metal, right? It's no black bezel. It's the old ones, the silver ones. It was the ones before oh, that. The total so, silver ones, the all silver yeah, ones. Yeah, total yeah, silver yeah, ones. Yeah, I know what you're talking all about. All silver ones. And, you know, uh, it has like, you know, the, the, the brightness settings on the side. Um, dude, those displays were so hot. And as soon as I saw like a, some kind of like startup company was liquidating their entire, all their assets. I bought these things for like. I think like 120 bucks total with a Mac Pro tower, which is just, you know, just bro, sitting there somewhere. Bro, you're, you, you, okay. I know we're always going to like, um, conflict, like some of the things that we say <laughs> contradict, sorry, not conflict, contradict. But bro, you just said earlier <laughs> that you need a one, like you, you can't get over the smooth butteriness of a 120 hertz display. I know. They're using, the, I think those are 60 no, no, hertz displays. No. Are this those are hertz? those are 44 those 44 are, they might even they might be like six i think they're 60 hertz they're oh 60 hertz God. hold on but listen i don't plug my macbook pro in there <laughs> but okay? you're still doing work on it because you have a at least you have a mac for those right you just said that oh it's plugged into pc so i'm committing the ultimate sin <laughs> like two <laughs> apple okay. plugged into a pc <laughs> all i'm saying is as a content creator and this is I'm not giving them a pass. You like, don't do retina, you know? Yo, yo, so yeah. whatever. Like, I'm not giving them a pass, but I do believe, like, some of the specs that they're <laughs> pushing out from these displays, and I don't know if this is true or not, so someone can say, Brian, you're full of, you're full of ish, is that content creators, like, we're not game, we're, you know, if I was a game studio, there's no way I'm using this, right? Because I need 120 hertz for, for my games. But for video and for photos um, and for, uh, like, you know, my video, I'm not using any 120 frames per second, you know, real time speed stuff like 60 hertz. I don't feel like I'm missing it. Like, yes, I love uh, the, the what, what, did, why is my brain farting? Um, you know, what, what does Apple call the refresh rate pro display? Promotion. Promotion. Sorry. Promotion. See, I'm so packed with stuff in my head. Promotion. I, I do enjoy it, but I've, I don't miss, miss it. I mean, then why include it in a pro laptop then? like well i'm saying i'm saying it's nice it's nice but i'm saying if i go on a big screen if i'm going on a bigger screen because someone who's editing Mm -hmm. video and timelines um that's not gonna bother me you know because there's other right you're trading off the benefits of this versus that but on the road it's butter on the road it's butter it's i mean yeah I'm just saying, I'm talking to a dude who has two Apple Studio displays from 2009 bitching about... Cinema displays! Cinema displays! Bitching about 120 hertz. That No, it doesn't matter. It That right there shows me it, it's a Hold nice on. benefit. I bought, them, I bought them years ago. For and, the that's ball, fine. Okay? I, I know exactly they're plugged, into a, they're plugged into a PC. Okay? <laughs> and I bought them because they were cheap. And also, and they look nice. good. They but look also... Good. They look really good, but also matte screens, man. Matte screens. Yes, this I'm, is before I'm the afraid. era of glossy. I'm and <clears throat> okay. I mean, they, the the worst the worst thing about those displays is they suck up so much power. And I regret, like they every do. time I look at my bill, and I'm they like, do. 
could buy a new monitor that's like way more power efficient and everything and like another whatever. 600 plus bucks you're not going to do that you don't need it hey, maybe i maybe you know i'll buy a couple of cinema displays and plug it in okay so ipad air um quick <laughs> quick thing about the uh, current the new studio display it starts at 1599 now it has different stand options one the current built-in mm-hmm. one it just tilts like 30 degrees similar to the m1 uh imac, iMac. uh the other one is one that it's not exactly the same as the Pro Display XDR, but it does float, has that floating hinge that moves up and down, but it does not rotate. It's like a that's a four hundred dollar update. Tilt, tilt and height adjustable, yes, right? Yeah. Height, yeah. So that's a four hundred dollar update upgrade. Well, here's 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 a big difference. Uh, the stand on the XDR Pro XDR, you could like change it, you could remove right. it. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, one yes, on yes. the studio display is built in. Once you order it, it's there's fused. no going switching back. Right. So. If you want to put it on a Visa, Visa or Visa, Visa mount? yeah, I always said Visa, Visa, but they said Visa. I'm like, I always heard Visa, <laughs> Visa, Visa mount. Visa? You have, yeah, you you basically are screwed. You know, like this stand is not detachable. Um, but I kind, I really kind of wish they had like gone with the you know that G4 iMac, uh, like swiveling, tilting, high adjustable uh, stand. That would have been so. You mean so, that that, that cool neck, throwback. that like, Pixar neck? Yeah, that neck. Yeah, I will tell you that, that Pixar so that Pixar neck. Um, remember when everyone complained about, oh, Apple's selling a nine hundred ninety nine dollars stand for the Pro Display XDR, <laughs> even though they weren't going to buy it. I will tell you that when I used to work at an Apple store, I asked my old Genius Bar techs. They said to replace mm-hmm. that Pixar arm, right? That mm-hmm. Pixar arm that was a seven hundred ninety nine dollar replacement. So, not that I'm saying so. It was it was it was individualized. So stuff. you're just, saying the stand price is justifiable because you know it's always been that expensive. <laughs> yes, it, based on yeah, the Apple, here first. Based on the Apple economics of the situation, <laughs> I was like, okay, nine ninety nine. That makes sense if the iMac headstand was seven ninety nine. Okay, <laughs> Get, factor in inflation. And parts and labor and oh, yeah, I'm, I'm totally on board with that now. This is this yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> okay. So bro. <laughs> so if you if you update the uh, studio display, I, I think the stand actually if you get the tilt and I think that's 300 and then to get the nano texture is 400 or it might be the other way around. Other other way around. Okay, so uh, f- nano texture is 1899. Oh yeah, okay. And then uh, with the tilting and adjusting stand, it's 1999. Yeah. So total total upgrade with 2299 if you wanted to max it out, quote unquote. Yeah, like nano nano texture and the adjustable stand. Well, I mean, it's still way cheap. It's still cheaper than the five thousand. Is it five thousand? Five thousand yep. dollars starts at five. Pro display, yeah, without a stand. <laughs> without a stand. <laughs> and w- how much was the nano texture? Another thousand dollars? I think it was. I, I, I think mean, it was. I, I, Something tells me it was a thousand dollars for the exactly. Yeah. Well, let me. But I also have seen like chat. videos where people said the now texture wasn't worth it. Um, so it's interesting because I've seen both. Like I was, you know, I have a friend who works at Apple and can get me like they whatever they have like a discount every year, and mm-hmm. there was a debate between nano or just the glossy and it kind of depends on your environment and what your eyes look like but ultimately if you don't get because the nano gives it kind of that more mattish finish um Mm -hmm. the the blacks kind of don't look as deep as they do yeah yeah but you're still getting the benefit of never seeing any do do you have a pro display xdr do i have a pro display xdr that i might have purchased for 25 percent off and yeah and and (laughs) And for the record, I did get it with the 
there was a Christmas thousand dollar stand. <laughs> there was a Christmas time five percent Apple Card match on top of it. Normally it's three percent, but it was five right. percent on top. So I might have. Sounds like in you my did. Business. <laughs> I don't like saying it because people are like, "Oh," but I'm like, "Well, I got it for twenty five percent off and five percent off." And you're, it's you're a business creator. Right you're a creator, I mean, and you're making stuff, man. That's a and you're a pro, so you know, you deserve a pro display. I'm so pro. Yeah, right. He's so pro. If, if, if there I'm so pro. If there's the word pro in it, I clearly have to buy it. <laughs> Damn, they should make those cleaning cloths. Cleaning cloth pro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for the record, uh, there is no polishing cloth that comes with the studio display. That is I'm just so letting ridiculous. I'm letting everyone know. There's no polishing. Remember, cloth. remember when those uh those cloths used to ship with like MacBooks and uh, iMac. I know, yeah. I know. And now they're like thirty they bucks. Come with it. You said you were gonna buy me one, dude. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't buy me one. Do not buy me one. I'm buying everyone ten. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so let's go down. Let's go down um the list of things here. Uh, iPhone SE. Where? How would you rate it? What would you call it for you? Good apple or bad apple? Are we doing whatever that? apple? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> whatever apple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it whatever apple for you? These are all personalized, so it's not. There's no right or wrong okay. answer. Uh, iPhone SE. I would say like meh apple. You know, yeah. uh, just because it's like it's a little bit more expensive uh, than the previous more. version. Yeah. yeah, because of the five G. Um, and you know, obviously, same old body. Um, apple says it's got the most it's got the toughest glass at the same glass as the iphone 13 but it's now ceramic shield correct um and yeah i don't know man just they should i feel like they should just make the mini uh (laughs) they should make the mini or like iphone uh 10r you know shape and size uh the 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 se now it'll be the next it'll be the next se i bet yeah or or maybe they should have even made like the iphone like eight plus you know, made the bigger mm-hmm. plus version in SE. Um, yeah, I'm. I mean, I'll, I'm going to test it out, and I'm going to see if see if the battery life is up to snuff. They say they claim two more extra hours of battery life. I, I don't know if yeah. that's with five G. That's with five G or with five G off. That's <laughs> fine. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I'm going to say it's a okay meh Apple. Think, yeah. And meh meh Apple is in like most people are probably not going to buy it. You're they're they're really. It's really like specific for like kids, uh, you mom. know, your, your parents or older people who might not want the latest and greatest or, you know, even know how to use the latest and greatest um, or people who are just like really in love with the touch ID <laughs> and just like, refuse to let it go. Yeah. Um, there, those people are, I know a lot of people who are actually like in love with the, you know, I am, touch I am, ID. T- I am too. It's just that the benefits of the other phones are so much better now. Right. But right. Th- there, there's plenty of people that, like for example, and I'm not saying this is for the phone is for old people, but my mom, she's been wanting a new phone. She's on an iPhone six, bro. My mom's on an iPhone six, and I said and right when I saw you, the man. S- yo, yeah, no. <laughs> that's on her. That's what she wanted. But when I saw the iPhones uh, SE, this new one, I'm like, dude, that's awesome. That's perfect for her. Mm-hmm. Like that's the phone she's probably gonna buy. Unless yeah, and also it helps me out because I don't want to have to answer all these questions to my mom about the 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 touch gesture interface and why when I swiped here, this popped up here and now I don't know where it is. And see, see, keep, keep the I touch mean. ID button. All right, let's take a moment to thank ZocDoc again for supporting the podcast. 
When you need a doctor, you need a doctor now, not in a few days, not in a few weeks, and definitely not in a few months. If you need to see an MD ASAP, we've got a solution. Just download the free ZocDoc app. It's the easiest way to find a great doctor and instantly book an appointment. With ZocDoc, you can search for local doctors who take your insurance, read verified patient reviews, and book an appointment in person or video chat. Never wait on hold with a receptionist again. And whether you need a primary care physician, dentist, dermatologist, psychiatrist, eye doctor, or other specialist, ZocDoc has you covered. Go to ZocDoc.com slash AppleBits and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc, and ZocDoc makes healthcare easy. So now is the time to prioritize your health. Go to ZocDoc.com slash AppleBits and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free and book a top-rated doctor. Many are available as soon as today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash AppleBits. See, that's the, that's where you're, you're, you're making your mom. Sorry, Mrs. Tom, <laughs> uh, you're you're making your mom a second class citizen. I don't oh. want to do that. I didn't want to do that. And so you know what? I'm not. I I, I got both my parents. I put ten hours. And you know what? I I do have to troubleshoot a lot. But you know what? That's right. That's they're right. on that face ID. They're on that emoji. They're on the ad emoji FaceTime. Bro. They are loving it, and they don't feel like second Bro. class citizens because they feel like they're just like for, me. For the record, they feel like they're just like me. I'm going to get my mom on this podcast when you're on here. And I'm going to say, mom, do I ever make you feel like a second class citizen? If she says yes, she, then you're right. But if she says no, you're completely wrong. I, I try to cater. The, we got to up the ante a little I bit. Try to cater, I try to cater her to, to what she wants. and what. She, but I did tell her if she wants a larger display, she's got to go up to the 13. She's going to a store today and she will come back with her decision. <laughs> So I'm gonna let I'm gonna let mom <laughs> okay, decide. You didn't, okay, that's not fair. You didn't tell me she was going to the store today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she's going to the Apple uh, Visitor Center in Cupertino for anyone that wants to see my mom <laughs> somewhere in the afternoon. Um, but it'll be too late by the time you hear this. And uh, she's Did gonna she really. Yeah, I told her because she really wants a new phone. <laughs> I told her. I said you gotta oh hold because she's like, oh, what do I? Want? I'm like, you gotta hold these things in her, in hand and just see what you like. You know. Do they already have the new phones in the visitor center? I don't know, but ultimately they probably still have an SE just on display. It's the same form, right? Yeah, same body, same exact body. You know. I am praying every like to the gods that you are like you know you know she <laughs> she looks at the bigger iPhones or the like you know, an iPhone XR or eleven or I don't know twelve mm. anything. And she's just like Brian. This is the one I want. <laughs> not this old touch ID crap. Not this like, you know, crummy like your your se- sharp corner screen. <laughs> I want that rounded screen. <laughs> you are corner screen. You are selling the touch ID audience <laughs> short, my friend. You're selling them short. There's a reason why this Everybody. phone is going to sell way more than any freaking iPhone 13 mini ever did. You're like saying this is like iPhone SE senior edition. <laughs> <laughs> I've called it that before. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. Okay, um, iPad Air, iPad Air. I think, I think, good Apple man. Except I hate the storage on it. Can't give me sixty-four yeah. gigs. That's that's trash on an iPad. Come on, man. I'm using sixty-four gigs on iPad Mini. It's not. It's fine. It's, it's cool. I mean, we we so some of us are peasants. I, that's cool. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like most of the stuff is like. If you're using it as a way to stream videos, you know, uh, read some emails, what are you storing? You're, what are you taking like 
4K video on your iPad. <laughs> you're taking yeah. 4K yeah, you video are. and you're like, I'm, I'm out of storage. I'm saying oh, even even for like younger generations that are quite honestly, like creating content is part of their just normal routine. 64 gigs, that thing ain't going to hang with them. That, it's if, just it, not. if it's games, I'll give you games though. Games are like pretty hefty. Yes. They're like, you know, like five, six gigs or whatever. Yep. And like that fills up pretty fast. Yep. Um, so, okay, I'll give you games, man. Uh, I would say iPad Air 5. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good Apple. I like it. Okay. Um, I, li- I also like the colors. Yeah, I uh, love the Google colors. Okay, Studio, Studio Time, Mac Studio. Good Apple. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, for me, just as pushing the genre forward, I'm going to say Great Apple. Oh, come on. You can't do that. You did, That wasn't even an option. Dude, you said meh, Apple. You said oh, you said, <laughs> a, you said a eh, Apple for the iPhone eh. SE. Okay, I meant, I meant eh, Apple, not meh, Apple. Okay, fine, great, Apple. Rad okay, Apple. Can I, can, I, can, can I agree with that? Can I say, like, amazing Apple? <laughs> amazing Apple, but not for everyone at the same time. I totally get it. Absolutely. Amazing Apple with a little asterisk and not for everyone. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, uh, yeah, I think it's 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 a great product if you're the right user for that, uh, especially you're going to push it to, you know, its limits and really use it to make stuff. Obviously, if you're using it just to browse Chrome and, you know, basic chat stuff or watch netflix that's a complete waste of money you should just buy an m1 um mac mini or you know any of those m1 macs or you know imac um but i'd like i like them at mac studio i i gotta say you you made me think of something i absolutely despise i don't despise them but I absolutely love the people in this world that literally just web surf and message, and they're just going to buy the most expensive Mac possible. I saw those people every day in the Apple Store in Palo Alto, and it was like, mm-hmm. the, those are the people that they're, you're like, oh, would you like a .Mac subscription? This is before it was called iCloud. <laughs> and it was, it was literally like, um, they're going to buy this, aren't they? <laughs> and they were like, yeah, whatever. So whatever you want, you think I should buy, just put it on there. I just want to surf the web. Okay, here's here's your new 10, 10K Mac Pro. <laughs> Imagine if you had made commission. I know, <laughs> I know. Made commission. Dude. You would have been rich. Seriously, the, I mean, this is not a... Uh, in the sales, Apple Store employees do not make any commission on their sales. Yeah. None at all. I mean, that's good. Because then, you know, you don't feel like they're trying to upsell you anything. You know? True, true, true. I mean, they do have metrics or attach rates and competitions behind the scenes, but I mean, that's you know, it's it's, it's how it always is. Um, okay, it's all it, in a way, in a way, it's it's like to encourage competition, um, to because some people are driven by that and the love then of that. Tap, they, they tap you on your Apple Watch now. And it's like, come on, sell more, man. <laughs> come on, yeah, you haven't upsold anything today. Mm-mm. No, no attaches, no attaches. Um, Johnny is ahead of you. <laughs> Okay, studio display. <laughs> uh, studio display. I'm gonna say it's not a great apple. No, it's it's a good it's a good apple. Just a good apple. I think. Th- oh, oh wow! I thought I thought you'd be even more in the middle because you're like so anti it, like having all these things. You just how about this? No, I you have a different idea of a pr- the product. I agree. You you have like a different product in mind of what you want, but the actual product is yeah. still good. I think it's still good. Yeah. I agree. Um, for me personally, I, like I wanted a little more. 
or just like, you know, I want it without all those other features that I mentioned. Um, that would have been the ideal product for me. But I think in general, as a product, Apple delivered what most people were pining for, a lower priced, you know, Apple made display, high resolution retina quality. And, you know, you know, in the Apple world, it is pretty affordable, I would say, for Apple. That's It's so funny you say that because I was just about to say, you know, all these rumors of people saying Apple's going to potentially release a sub $1,000 display. I'm like, no, they're not. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, think that's about a dream. it. No, that's they're like, no, they're not. Yeah, of course they're not. Uh, no, somebody tweeted something. I forget who exactly said it, but an LG 5K ultra fine you know that was the one that they after apple stopped making the thunderbolt displays Mm -hmm. they kind of outsourced those displays out to uh you know lg um that one you know like a used one still goes for like a thousand or like even like twelve hundred dollars maybe um and so apple selling a sixteen hundred dollar uh display that's brand new apple designed with apple features you know a13 bionic or whatever and etc not a terrible price, you know. I think what were the retail prices for those LG displays? Were they around like maybe a little? Were they around twelve or thirteen? Yeah, something like that. I so I feel like you know, a couple hundred bucks up for an Apple, you know, Apple logo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it match it matches your computer, Ray. It's I know, it matches, it and that that does matter to some degree. Honestly, I'm not I'm not it making does. this up. I'm not making this up. Can't have that life is good logo, you know, <laughs> LG face on it. No, I honestly, I thought those displays were so ugly, to be honest. I mean, the, the bezel on the top was a bit thicker than the bezel yeah, on, the bottom, on the bottom. I remember that. And like, they were glossy as hell. And like, they just look so ugly. Like, those are the most boring studio looking like Dude, displays ever. Ray, I remember actually considering buying one because like, to your point, Apple didn't really have any displays at all for, it felt like a three or four year gap almost, like a dedicated yeah. Apple display. And mm-hmm. I literally was like, uh, I can't do this. <laughs> I was just like, no, I'm not going to you, you, you know what? I want to say one thing, This which gives me hope. It gives me like, Apple like releasing this kind of, more affordable display gives me hope that they will hopefully like return to making like routers and like you know the airports uh or the time machines god i want them to make like a new version of the time i machine had so those badly. i had those i love those i still do. he just gave me that face you guys can't see but he gave me the worst face it's just like he's like what are you doing what are you doing what are you saying hey, no no look if to your point when apple looked at their chart of they are going back to their roots but just modernizing some of these things so is it within possibility yes but remember <laughs> they completely gutted that uh, how about this? How about this? How about this? Okay, I'll give you. Hey, this they have one. the smart home division. They do. Yeah, they, yeah, they've been working really hard on it. Um, <laughs> put, put that, put that stuff in this a is, pod. This is where stuff it could. This is pod. where this is where maybe we could see a resurgence. You know, we're seeing mm-hmm. these um, 5G kind of connected hotspots. Like Verizon has like a little square that is connected to 5G that basically distributes 5G to your home as if it's Wi-Fi. And with Apple doing their mm-hmm. own chips and all that stuff, mm-hmm. I could see them jumping on that band- bandwagon where, you know, in depending on where you live, the 5G connectivity uh-huh. could be bet faster than your Wi-Fi, quite honestly. So maybe I'm just throwing it out there to give you a bone that it, based on what they have in the pipeline and what they actually mm-hmm. own, maybe, maybe 
Who knows? I could see that. Because, and 5G, the transition, we're still not even close to it being like fully mm-hmm. baked. But once it's fully baked, I could totally see Apple maybe jump in in that space because I think for the networking wireless products, that that seems to be kind of one of those next things that's starting to really emerge, like the 5G right. hotspot, um, you know. And so maybe Apple does well, something like that. I am talking to you through a 5G kind of hotspot. I'm using the T-Mobile home internet, oh. uh, which is like, you know, their little tower. It's like a... Honestly, it looks just like a, a like a fatter Alexa. <laughs> uh, Echo, Echo, I should say. Um, so yeah, yeah, I could see that. Um, you know, if that's the next wave. Um, I'm trying to throw you a bone with I, your whole, with your i your quote unquote idea. Can't wait for you to just just eat my words when Apple's like at you know Apple's like no 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 wi-fi 6e yeah they 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 don't they're still they're still resistant to wi-fi 6e so (laughs) wi-fi 7 it's like straight up i'm like they should be putting 6e in all their products that come out in 2022 in my opinion but that's fine (laughs) that's fine we're still gonna buy them for me what what'd what'd you say for studio display uh good apple i won't say it's great apple but i think it's a really good apple i wanted again like what we said earlier i think they could have actually done more with it okay the whole what you're saying is you're gonna buy two of them for discounts no no, and you know i don't don't need another (laughs) you're gonna have you need two more to flank your big one i'm not gonna do that no i'm not that type of user you need that you need you need i don't need that (laughs) i already spent a lot a lot a lot on this display but um it does you know, I'm kind of. I wouldn't also wouldn't buy one. I'm just curious. You know, when will we see an OLED Pro Display XDR? That's that's going to be the an next OLED thing. Maybe, Pro actually, maybe it'll be mini. It'll probably be mini LED before OLED. I mean, They're, they don't seem to be jumping on the like, OLED train. Dude, the only place, only person they can really get. There are only like two places they can get OLED panels, right? Basically LG display. TV panels, right? Or BOE. Yeah. Um, so, I mean. There are only so many places to get them. I, I feel like they're just going to bypass OLED um, altogether and get go right to Mini LED. I mean, they're already doing that, you know, yeah, on that's what MacBook I'm saying. Pros. They have it on MacBook Pros. They have it on iPads. I mean, they, they already know yeah. what they're getting into. They're not going to also I mean, there's that ru- OLED. Dude, there's that rumor about OLED iPads. I think that's a total <laughs> BS rumor. I think that's a plant and that they're trying to throw people off and... That it was it was a display that was meant for like a Samsung tablet. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many things are meant for like Samsung devices, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh yeah, it's coming for Apple. I think actually, I really believe Apple like you know plants things all the time and just like throws people off, just like mess with these analysts. I I, I honestly wish, and my, my biggest wish for Apple events is that. It, it everyone gets punked just like the Apple Watch Seven, and it's just got something completely different. And Apple's just like, <laughs> but people, people were mad. people. The thing about the Apple Watch Seven specifically, there was so much buildup. People were mad about that. They were, and it's like you can't get mad if it's that doesn't actually exist. Not but confirmed. people are genuinely yeah. mad about that. That might be the rugged watch. Who knows? But um, I will say that my one takeaway from this whole event that I really enjoyed is that. No one called the M1 Ultra. No one had it on any mm-hmm. that I saw. 
anywhere. And it reminds me that there's not there's, not not the name. They did say like the number of cores, I think, right? The, the, the cores did. were out there, but they were all thinking, oh, that's going to be the next generation, right? Um, right. M, no, M2 even, or whatever, right? Correct. And so I think what is fun to see is that they can still pull some things that are actually surprising out of their hat. Mm-hmm. You know, I there are people that, you know, instead of it being leaked, a month or weeks before there were people that didn't even expect the max studio to come out. Cause they didn't read the blogs like a day before. So I right. think that the fact that going into that, even people like you and I were actually, we read this stuff ad nauseum. I was actually mm-hmm. surprised and excited when watching the keynote. I think that's a good sign for Apple. Like just because they have so much coming this year, like they have a mm-hmm. lot of stuff that we're expecting to see. Like it's still worth it to watch their keynotes. That's all I'm saying. Speaking of watching their keynotes, I do want to give a little shout out to them for having a good representation uh, for women uh, on, on stage. International Women's I feel Day. like <clears throat> on International Women's Day, and I, I know that there are some people taking to blogs about how Apple is, you know, mistreating women and whatever, just ignoring their kind of, you know, harassments or whatever. Now, you know, that's at every company. But I do want to say, like, for a keynote from a big, the one of the largest tech companies, if not the largest tech company in the world, to kind of come out and use presenters who are, you know, diverse and not your typical white male uh, <laughs> executive or product, you know, manager. I got to give them big kudos for that, you know, for as a person of color, just seeing that kind of representation really felt like a big change and really like, you know, I'm sure definitely inspired, you know, um, that this is not a boys club, just a boys club. Um, and yeah, there are some, some other things that, I don't know if you caught, like, Tim Cook was wearing, like, you know, colors that were really, like, matching the Ukrainian flag colors. Like, he had a yellow Apple Watch band, blue blue shirt. Oh, that's a good call. I did see that, but I put it together. So, subtle, like, calls for for kind of activism there. Um, Kind of wish it was a little more direct. Um, But good on Apple, man. Um, Good on Apple. Well, I agree because the thing is that in the past, whenever it came to, like, a flagship product... It was always going to go to like, you know, Jazuyak or Phil Schiller. Mm-hmm. Um, it would never, exactly. you would never see it, you know, a woman present like a flagship product. Well, um, Colleen, who's pretty much repping like the Mac category now, she's kind yeah. of the face of a lot of the Macs now. And I, I think it's refreshing to see that change up in the presentation, just from a pure visual, a pure audio, a pure just like kind mm-hmm. of flow and diversity. It's great. So I'm all, I'm, I'm on board with that. Hey, Ray. That's a good apple. <laughs> it's a good apple. It is. I mean, it, we're, we're laughing, but I genuinely do. Feel I agree. Like it I agree. Apple. Um, um, also, yeah, this is the first event of the year, bro. Like they, yeah, this is the first event. Oh my gosh. I mean, you know, funny. How many more? <laughs> how many more? Okay. Well, I don't think they're going to squeeze an April one in. I just don't see that. So I let's say WWDC, dub dub. You know, maybe the same classic. Typically, I think was it pandemic year where we had one in September, October, November. It was that was crazy. I think so that was a little crazy, but um, yeah, I yeah. see whatever this one March, June, and then a September, October. But they have so if they if they drop AR VR headset this year, there's going to be a separate event for that. You think it's a separate event, and not I think it's something at like Dub Dub, where it would be a perfect stage because you know it would be like Still a way developers. for developers to work on it. Yeah, true, true. They've done that before in the past with a lot of their platforms. They have done exactly. They have done that before. I mean, 
it's not unprecedented that Apple would pre-announce something, especially a new product category. They did that with Apple Watch, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, announced that, and they were like, okay, we're going to release this like months later. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I would love to see that. There are rumors that that's been pushed off until next year, but, you know, anything could change. And honestly, my my biggest hope is that Dub Dub is in person this year, mm. um, you know, as, as good as Apple is at producing these kinds of like virtual keynotes, I just want to see people like, I love to see you there, you know, yeah, uh, and see the community and just have conversations with, you know, developers and product people and, you know, feel that kind of sense of normalcy again, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, hopefully it happens. I think though, if whatever this AR VR headset comes out, I think that would be the event though, to actually get people out in person. You know, I mean, you gotta, that's, you gotta, you gotta experience that thing. You can't have writers just write about it from a, a stream. That's something that if they really are trying to make waves in this category, which it still is to mm-hmm. be determined, how can they exactly be successful with this very first headset um, compared to what's mm-hmm. out there other than kind of the Apple polish and stuff. Um, I think they're going to have to need the media and quote unquote tech influencers to help drive that conversation. Yeah. So, Great. All right. Uh, the other takeaway here, um, I don't. I'm gonna go out on a limb and break people's hearts, and kind of because I felt it, and I'm gonna stick to my guns. Oh, and I'll no. be totally. I might be totally wrong, but uh, I don't think we're gonna get an iMac Pro this year, and we may not ever again. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd a, be fine with that to be honest. It's a hot. It's the. I normally don't go hot takey, but I'm just gonna have fun here. And unfortunately, I mean, did, you, did you own a? Do you I, own an iMac Pro? I own a 27-inch. Is it 27 or 24? Actually, I have to check. I own the largest iMac from 2010, whatever that is. Definitely not a Pro, That <laughs> It's not a Pro. It's not a Pro. It was before. Oh, I think it was the year before Pros came out. I was so mad. I was like, dude, yeah, because they dude, went to the iMac 5K. Pro, iMac, wait, iMac Pro didn't come out in 2010. 2011. Didn't it come out in like 2011 or 2012? Bro, you're, you got iMac Pro came out in like 2016, 2017. Okay, okay, hold on. I know what it was. I had the first generation, <laughs> hold on. I had the first slim iMac large screen, and then the next year, I think they upped the resolution to like to 4K. And yeah, and then, uh, yeah, so I got okay. screwed there. Yeah, and then they went yeah. to Pro. Okay, so whatever. <laughs> I'm not, I'm obviously not Pro. I'm obviously not Pro. If you don't have the black one, man, you don't have the iMac Pro. <laughs> I know. It's pretty sad. <laughs> now I'm depressed. <laughs> All right, bro. Hey, thanks so much for coming and hanging out. Um, do you want to tell people where they can find your work again? It's always so fun when you're out here. I I love it, man. It's 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 always a hoot. Uh, I can't believe I just said that. You know, I was just like, <laughs> I literally just rolled my eyes. A hoot. <laughs> He's like, okay, boomer. He's like, okay. Man. Um, uh, you guys, looks, you guys looks... can find my, you guys can find my work on uh, inputmag.com. <laughs> And then you can also follow me on Twitter at Ray Wongy. That's R-A-Y-W-O-N-G-Y. Um, even though I haven't pushed this podcast out live, I just got a few messages like, um, yeah, can we not use that guy who said hoot? <laughs> <laughs> okay, can you can you cut that out for me? <laughs> no, no. Just, 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 just bleep it out so it sounds keep... like I said a profanity word, like a, a swear word. <laughs> yeah, we keep it real. We keep it raw. All right, Ray. I'll talk to you soon, buddy. <laughs> All right, peace. Okay, so there it was, our uh, kind of all-over-the-place 
reactions to the Apple Peak Performance event. I would love to hear what you all thought. Again, I asked you in the beginning of the show, what did you like? Did you pre-order anything? Does anything excite you? Was it completely boring to you? Let me know. Just record a voice memo. Applebitsshow at gmail.com is where you send it in. Hopefully, I get a few that we can play in the show next week. All right, everybody, that's going to do it for this week's show. Before we also leave, we got to give big props, big love, and say thanks to our Platinum Apple supporters at the $100 Platinum Apple level. Brandon Ledford, Gil Cabrera, Wesley Frader, Jarrett Lewis, and Atari Koenigsegg. Thank you for all of your support, and thank you to all of you who continue to allow me to do this. Patreon.com slash Brian Tong is where you can go to support this show. All right, that's going to do it for this week, everybody. A whole lot to talk about. Look, there will be reviews coming in the next couple weeks. Products galore. It's a fun time. This is just the beginning, and it's going to get a lot crazier as we go on through 2022. So thanks so much for listening. It's the Apple Bits XL, baby. I'll talk to you soon. Take care and be safe. Peace. Peace.